I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it up. Yo, Mo B, man, drop that shit. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. Can we mob You know what time to do. Yeah, I know what it's time to do. Hey, it is Friday, January 15th. How y'all feeling? It's a great look, Angelique. Congratulations. Thank you. I just got the notification. We're trending number one again. Shout out to you guys for making my radio the best shit ever. Everywhere. Y'all know what's up. Um, what was I about to say? We doing our money drop over on Station Head. So you got to be tuned in. I'm going to announce it and let you guys know when y'all need to be tuned in so that you can enter for your chance to win the money. Uh, the pot starts at $100. If you want to add to the pot, all you got to do is email. Did you hear me say email? Because I said email. Email me and let me know so you can be accounted for. No pressure at all. But the pot starts at $100. If it go up, that's good. If it doesn't, a blessing is a blessing. We pick out what people we go on about our business. 15th of every month. Now, we calling it the money drop. Uh, Last night, were y'all up? We was in the hills, bitch. We had us a listening party. We had got into some shit, and we had a good time. And so I hope that you tuned into that, and you got to uh, listen to the song and catch uh, live reactions and stuff like that. We always have fun when we kick in and when we chill. So it was a good time, you know, um, when we did it. I feel like I wanted to tell y'all something. Good morning. Good morning. I wanted to tell y'all something. It'll come back to me. You said, oh, it was about YouTube. Right when Soapbox said, I don't ever get notifications. That's what I wanted to tell y'all. So, the lives have been horrible. YouTube has been fucking up the stream every which way when we tried to go live at 9 o'clock like normal across all platforms like we usually do. And so, we had to kick YouTube off at 9 o'clock. And so, you know, we pushed that time back. Do y'all see what the fuck they doing over there? With them numbers and with them fucking views? They was already capping them hoes at like 20,000. Do y'all see what they doing now? They are unsubscribing people. Damn sure ain't sending out no notifications. Bitch, if the shit is up and you know about it and you go, why that hoe be sitting up there acting like it got, I, I don't know, all kind of bullshit. Like, it's pathetic. Delayed ass platform. Lies. Dead ass YouTube. Bitch. They said check your subscription. What damn subscription? I ain't paying for nothing on YouTube. What subscriptions? What? A what? A what on the whoop the whoop? Yeah, we on Twitch. Bitch, we in the hills every day. Kicking it. We partners and shit on Twitch. We got real estate, so no. And anybody got time for that bullshit? Now let's go ahead and get into the show. We already know that this is hell level 511. And so let's get into this video right here. Shout out to whoever made it. I don't know who made it, but shout out to T in the Shade because they reposted it, okay?
That shit was funny as fuck. No, 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 no. Alexis and everybody else listening, don't send me no money on station here. My shit. Let, let me tell you something. You gotta pay the cost to be the boss. You gotta pay the cost to talk this big, this big shit. And so my advertisers, you gotta wanna advertise with me. They, they real commercial. So I can't get like for. Okay, the whole point is the Stripe account, bitch, gone, gone. Cause I'm slanging CBD. Milagro Grams, baby. We 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 over here. You know what I'm saying? Got that work. Got that product. They can't have that. So the shit go through strike. So I can't I can't even um yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I've been told y'all stop sending me money on here. I'm a street nigga. I can't. I, nah, I don't do that. You gotta give it to me straight. <laughs> Y'all know how we do. Put it in the envelope. Send it to my P.O. box. You can uh, you can cash up it. You can PayPal it. You can Zelle it. You know what I'm saying? Do all of that. But we can't do that. We can't do that. So please, please, please don't send me no money on session. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. They said, how advertised? Hit me up. Oh, matter of fact, I got an ad for you. So you have something amazing to present to the world. And you need people to take notice. What are they all listening to? Mob Radio. So... If you're a mob member and you want some advertising services, all you have to do is email me at milagro at millitopia.com. So when you email me, I need to get a good understanding of what it is that you want to present. I'll let you know if it's something that can be played and will iron out all of the details. And when I say something to present, I need you guys to have an ad. If you were going in and you wanted someone to invest in your product, what would you show them? How would you sell it? And if you're someone who feels like, it's kind of hard for me to create an ad based on what it is that I do, like a commercial of sorts. Then go ahead and write some bullet points up. We'll have a conversation and I'll go ahead and do the talking for you with this Memoji head. And then we'll go ahead and put that out. Now, don't forget, your ad will run on Station Head, Twitch, and YouTube. The videos will not be deleted and they'll be everywhere that podcasts are available. And don't forget that after five ads, we'll pick the one that we want to invest in the most at that time. And we'll give that person $200 as seed money for their business. So, if that's something that you feel like you're interested in, once again, email me at milagroandmilitopia.com. I hope to see you soon. Bye. All right, y'all. We back. So, for anybody, um, yeah, I do have Zell, APS1114. Talking about Millie don't have Zell, does she? Any motherfucking way you can send money, I'm getting it. So, yeah, you ain't never got to worry about that. I don't know what the fuck you thought. Don't be spreading them lies in that damn chat. Now you done missed out on your piece of pickle. See? See? See what you've done? I was gonna let all of y'all get one-fourth of a Kool-Aid pickle. But now, but now, since y'all starting early with the bullshit, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. 
let's go ahead and get into some revelations. You know, everybody's still talking about the uh, capital situation. Capital with a O. Oh. The uh, Savoy Show posted this. They said that several pro-Trump riders identified as off-duty cops from across the country. So this article is via Revolt. They said the police departments across the country have opened investigations after discovering that members of their police force were involved in last week's uh, Capitol riot. So according to reports, multiple off-duty cops have been identified as pro-Trump riders and are now facing repercussions back home. The Seattle Police Department recently announced that two of its officers have been placed on administrative leave pending an investigation into their alleged participation in the insurrection. The New York Times reports that officers from Texas, Pennsylvania, and New Hampshire are also facing investigations after posting photos from the riot. According to the outlet, San Antonio Lieutenant Roxanne Mathai posted a video of herself on Facebook near the Capitol. She had reportedly been wearing a red, white, and blue face mask and had wrapped herself in an American flag. In the background of the clip, Capitol Police could be seen using tear gas to control the crowd, which can indicate that the protest had already been declared an unlawful assembly. If that is the case and she remained on scene and began filming and began making challenging statements, that means breaking the law. That came from Sheriff Javier Salazar, who opened the investigation, and that's what he told the Times. So uh, out in Pennsylvania, they said that the police are reviewing whether or not one of their officers, Timothy Goldie, acted unlawfully during the D.C. unrest. They said him being there is not a problem. He had a right to be there, but not to break into the Capitol, obviously. And so it went on and on and on and on. Is anybody surprised as we go through these slides? Do y'all see that? That's COVID right there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. These are the people. That... Who in the fuck do y'all think have on the goddamn KKK mask? Who in the hell was burning the crosses in Big Mama front yard? They grandpappies. Ain't nobody shocked that those police officers down there with that bullshit. They been domestic fucking terrorists. Fucking they sisters and shit. And pissing behind the house, behind the fucking trailer. And cussing out their motherfucking mama. They been doing that shit. Y'all ain't done a goddamn thing about it. Got them retarded kids down at the school with us. Talking about be nice. They rolling and drooling all over every motherfucking world. 11 fingers and 15 goddamn toes. Bitch, got us all in electives together. Bitch, get, get, get the fuck up on me. Please stop. Please, can you please stop? Can you please stop? Shit. The school system really is just fucked up. Fucked up. Now let's get into this right here. Now this comes from Hollywood Unlocked. They said that the panic buttons were torn out of the rep's office prior to the mob infiltrating the Capitol building. Mm. So they said an investigation is underway after it has been... <laughs> <laughs> That's all, folks. Bitch, what? What, bitch? <laughs> Take two. <laughs> An investigation is underway after it was discovered that the panic buttons had been ripped out of the congressional office of Ayanna Presley prior to the violent Trump mob storming the Capitol. Kiss my ass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I got bitch. I think I'm dyslexic. Bitch, I be putting them hoes wherever the fuck I want to. Then I be tongue tied and shit. Bitch, I be gone. <laughs> so, 
Her chief of staff, Sarah Grow, discovered that the panic buttons installed, installed in Presley's office had been removed as they attempted to barricade themselves in prior to the takeover. So they said a rep for the congresswoman spoke to UK's independent and revealed that the relevant authorities had been notified. During the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, Congresswoman Presley's chief of staff realized the, duress, uh, the duress buttons. Bitch, why I called it duress? <laughs> like a duress deal. Realized that the duress buttons installed throughout the, con uh, the Congresswoman's office suite had been removed. Okay, so basically, they want to continue to hammer in this idea that obviously it was um, an inside job. And that somebody, somebody in the motherfucking building, somebody in the government, people were in on this shit and they helped. We already know that. Do y'all want to work on figuring out who the fuck it is and act on it or what? I don't, I don't know. What the fuck are you telling us for? Why is you telling us? What the fuck are we supposed to do with this? Okay, go find the goddamn boat. Who took the buttons? Who had access to the room? Do a damn investigation. And they're talking about it's goddamn underway. Okay, well, when it's done, when it's done, come and holler at us. They know exactly who it was. It couldn't have been but a few goddamn people. We're not talking about going in the fucking Piggly Wiggly on aisle three, stealing sausages and hamburger meat. Bitch, these are real crimes. This is real shit. This is real clearance. Who in the fuck would have been able to take the goddamn panic buttons out? Who would have had enough time to take the, like to literally go in and dismantle them hoes? They ain't duct taped up there. You can't just snatch them down and walk the fuck off. So who, who had the time? Access and all of that. Quit fucking playing. Quit fucking playing. Go, go play with your dick. Bitch, don't play with me. Now, let's continue on. Now, we did listen to an, uh, a piece of an audio. There were a lot of Trump supporters uh, who were upset in the comments when we played that piece of that audio that had a lot of people, including me, feeling like he was trying to pressure that man into coming up with almost 12,000 votes. Y'all remember that? When he was calling around, yeah, I, well, this is what I need you to do. I need 11,000, like down to the number. How many votes in here? I need you to find it. Da, da, da. Look, Keith said 11,780 to be exact, okay? And so a lot of people were upset. They was like, that's not the full audio. That's not what he was trying to do, da, da, da. Yeah, whatever. I felt like he was threatening that man, and I felt like he was putting a lot of pressure on him. So when it was reported, shout out to the Sad Boy Show and Complex. When it was reported that Trump um, had pressured Pence before the Make America Great Again Capitol attack, he said, allegedly, you can either go down in history as a patriot or you can go down in history as a pussy. And in the white man's history, you know what I'm saying, uh, they might call him a pussy. By the time they get through cutting up all that deer meat, making that jerky, you know what I'm saying, uh, getting them hogs and shit and hunting, they, they gonna be done had a new goddamn uh, story to tell. Trump gonna be then discovered a piece of land down there in Mar Lago. They they gonna say he was the first one to go down there. He built it from scratch, and they was laying bricks, and uh, it's gonna have hieroglyphics and shit on the side. It's gonna have its own religion. It's all kind of bullshit. All kind of bullshit. Hell yeah, I believe he was fucking with that man. Yes, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? We saw it. <laughs> they said Trump got a pussy neck anyway, man. Let's get into this. I was happy to hear about this. So, shout out to the Sad Boy Show again. 
Michigan plans to charge ex-governor Rick Snyder in the Flint water genocide. And that's exactly what it is, what it was. And I say is because people continue to die. People are still affected. That is still dirty-ass water. That's the fuck why. Okay? It's no longer the big story. So a lot of people have moved on. Like people, you know, tend to do. And that's why I'm not really moved by social media activism. It's about what you're really willing to give to a situation. Because um, it, it didn't happen overnight and it wasn't going to change overnight. And they definitely need all kinds of different resources. Like, it, I mean, it's a state of emergency every day. And it has been for a long time. Alexa said, y'all remember when Obama act like he drank that water? Child. <laughs> so... Former Michigan Governor Rick Snyder, um, his health director, and other ex-officials have been told that they're being charged after a new investigation of the Flint water scandal, which devastated the majority black city with lead-contaminated water and was blamed for a deadly outbreak of um, Legionnaire's disease. I don't know if I mispronounced it. If I did, I apologize. In 2014 and 2015. And that comes from the Associated Press. And so um, this is what always happens. Nobody as far as the government was concerned, as far as I'm concerned, was willing to point the finger. It was a problem. But they weren't trying to say, well, where did this come from? You had the people saying, y'all knew. Y'all let this go. These pipes is fucked up. Like, no, y'all are responsible. But they weren't trying to do that. Because the issue was pushed, because there was so much pressure put on them, they had to make somebody the damn scapegoat. Do I think that these people don't deserve to be charged? That's not what I'm saying at all. I feel like more people need to be charged. But these people, like the man you see on your screen, they sit up thinking that they're untouchable. They sit up thinking that shit, they good, like they a part of something. Bitch, they gonna turn on your ass as soon as they can. And that's what they did. Exactly. I, I feel like it, it's more people that need to get charged for this abomination, killing them people. That's what they did. They said two people with knowledge of the planned prosecution told the Associated Press on Tuesday that the Attorney General's office has informed the defense lawyers about indictments in Flint and told them to expect initial court appearances soon. They spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity. Ooh, we anonymity because they were not authorized to speak publicly. The AP could not determine the nature of the charges against Snyder. The former health department director, Nick Lyon, uh, and others who are in Snyder's administ uh, administration. So they declined to give a statement. They don't want to talk about it. They're going to prison. Okay, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> okay, look, fuck that article. Bitches early as hell. Y'all had me up all night listening to that uh, dog-ass fucking record. And we're going to get into that in a minute. What what time is it? Oh, wee. Let me bet. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This show. Oh, please. Please, please, please. Y'all know how this shit go, okay? So, <laughs> shout out to y'all. They say Flo Millie had the release last night, okay? You, I, we never even got into it. They said, please, Millie, don't play that song again. We're we not going to play the song because we got uh, we gotta let this play on YouTube too. But we already did that on Twitch, so don't worry about it. You got to be outside when she be going down because we listened to it and had a good time. But um, we'll talk about it definitely, okay? Let's go ahead and get into plies. 
Plies had a uh, ceremony for his goat. Let's go ahead and get into it from on site. Shout out to them always. Um, thank you for giving me these gold teeth. Made a lot of money with them. <laughs> and ate some of the best looking <laughs> oh the world has ever seen. Wow. But moving forward, uh -huh. it's a different me. Oh, okay. Amen. <laughs> he said, I want to make sure I got all of it. Get that one. Thank you. Did we get it? Finally did it, man. Finally took my old gold teeth out, y'all. Been a long time coming. The change gonna come. Amen. All these years, boy. So let's get to it. Ply said, I just removed and buried my gold teeth. I never thought in a million years this day would come. I wanted elevation, so, uh, so I stepped out on faith. I ate some good pussy with them teeth, though. I heard women love men with pretty smiles. Stay tuned, okay? That's what he had to say. They said, damn, Plies don't have gold teeth no more. We in our last days for real. They said Plies removed his gold teeth. He's finally ready to settle down and be a family man with me. Are y'all hype about it? They said it's some niggas in Florida looking for them gold teeth right now. Ooh. They said this is what them niggas gonna look like after they dig them up. Ooh, chillax. Mm-mm-mm. I was just telling y'all about how uh, my granny had got a gold tooth with a diamond C put in her damn dentures, okay? You know, it, it's just either in you or it's not. You either a player or you not. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. Our ancestors loved all of that shit. You go back and you look. They had extensions. They had braids, bitch. They had goals. They had all of that. They said, Cheryl, yes, ma'am. They said, Cheryl, oh, baby, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. She don't play that shit. They said, recently... To this day, what you mean, bitch? They say you either crank that soldier boy or it cranks you. Amen. Please don't take it there this morning, Pastor. Now let's get down to this, okay? This is Ply's new smile. Ply's look like a little grown child. Don't he look so handsome? Ah, oh. ah, oh, look at him. Don't you just want to pinch his little chick? He looks so handsome, adorable even. And then, you know, he smiled on top of it. <laughs> he looks so handsome. He looks so much better. So much better. So much better. Um, I'm a sucker for the just nice teeth. You know how I want you to look. Okay? They said, tell him ask Tiger for the hairline plug. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. Then Kirk Franklin Jr., he going to be sick. He's stylish. He got charisma. He's funny. All that shit like that. But when that hat come off. Woo! Mm, mm, mm. Okay, it's a serious situation. They said, did he get veneers? Yeah, them look like a schmedium. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, about the front. Probably just about them front folds, something like that. So, 
Plies said, I just showed my mama my new smile. She hugged me, started crying, and said, I finally got my baby back. One of the proudest days of my life. 2021, I might just turn into a full-time brand ambassador with this new smile. No coochie getting ate with these teeth. It took me so long to post this pic because I was shy. Ladies, how did I do? New smile plies. <laughs> you look like it. Angela E. The streets say that mean plies won't be licking that twat, bitch. You better go get you one of them little lipsticks. Get this or some shit like that. And, and that new damn brown stem you got over there. I never got time for her boxed ass and her bullshit ass gangs. Do y'all really think Angela E been fucking with plies? Bitch, the streets been said that and I been believing it. Been believed. They tell me Angela E. Webby said Angela E and that's just what the fuck it is. And Charlotte McGay. Oh, she, she admitted it? She admitted that shit, Alexis. Bitch, I missed it. When they be start talking, girl, I be falling asleep. She said that. Girl. Oh, like in 2018. Girl, that make me knock a left dick. <laughs> Let's get in the Oprah ass. Oprah done sat up here and made all her money. And my granny said that that ain't all her hair. What y'all think? <laughs> so, my granny been done with Oprah since Oprah said it was more than one way to get to God. You know, the Bible say you can only get to God through his son, Jesus Christ. And uh, my granny wasn't feeling that shit. And, you know, Oprah, I, she one of them characters that I feel like she didn't cross over to the other side. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't be checking for her. I'm, I'm not impressed with Oprah. You remember when Oprah was a big fucking deal to black people? <clears throat> to black people. And you felt like, you know, oh, ooh. Anybody who was associated or, you know, anything she had going on, you were excited for her. And then one day, we, we just felt like we saw her for who she was. And um, we just haven't fucked with her like that. O Oprah's audience is them white people. Them white people love them some motherfucking Oprah. And, and they keep her pockets uh, heavy than a bitch. Yeah, my granny had loved Oprah too. That's why I would hear about her so much. Because my granny used to watch her like at 4 o'clock every fucking day. I was like, man, turn this bullshit off. I'm not going to hear that shit, but don't worry. But anyway, anyway. An Oprah Winfrey biographical documentary is reportedly in the works at Apple TV, uh, according to reports. So the new doc will chronicle 25 years of American history through the lens of one show and one woman who rose from humble roots to become a globally famous talk show host, producer, actress, and philanthropist. Okay? So how do y'all feel about that? I think that Oprah has a, 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 a great story. A great story. I think it could offer a lot of insight. But only if Oprah would tell the truth. And you know how these people do. They ain't going to tell you, you know, anything they, they uh, feel like you should know to help you get a leg up. So all of the shit that we would be looking for. We, we already know about Oprah living in a shimmy shack. And, and, and her daddy. Uh, didn't they? Oh, that was Aretha Franklin. Oh. Well, didn't Oprah have a baby or something young? Like at 14, she was out there fucking and sucking and shit like that. We, we already know she she was loose. You know, uh, she was walking them country miles, you know, over there at the Jim Bob's house. And, and uh, she was letting him lift up her skirt and shit like that. Daddy didn't like it. Oh, she got raped and got pregnant? And then she got promiscuous. That's what it was. Okay, okay. So the whole point is, she has a very, very, very amazing story. I think that if she would tell the truth and she would be very open about everything that she's been through, I think it could be amazing. If it's going to be one of them 
oh, I wanted to be glossy. I want to look like I was a boss all the time and I handle business. And da, da, da. You know, that's why I don't like people being involved with it themselves. And them giving their input because they always, you know what I'm saying, make it clean. And they, they don't tell you the full truth. Bitch. Let, let, that, let somebody that don't, that don't have any type of bias come through and show us what the hell going on. And I don't think that we're going to get this real open type of documentary. That's the only thing that makes me feel like I'm not excited about it. I feel like the same people that we sit up and talk about that we feel like are part of these groups that do particular things, I feel like Oprah is a part of those same groups. I feel like Oprah's, Oprah's friends are Weinstein and them. And she's trying to distance herself now. But are you going to have that shit? And I want to hear about everything. I want to hear about that real shit. That's what I want to hear about. We ain't finna get that. So I, I don't want to see it. They said Oprah been sold out. They said, yeah, Fantasia's story. I still watch that. Fantasia's story um, was ghetto. And low budget is what it was. But it was good. And I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Are you going to talk about the rumors that you and Gail been fucking? Like, we got we got to really get into it. That's that's what I want. Yeah, it was ghetto, but it was good. I loved it. I loved it. I, that's why I love 2B TV. If y'all don't go and watch Tubi TV, y'all missing out on some good-ass, ghetto-ass shows and movies. Because they be having a whole bunch of shit up there. And it's, it be low budget. It be low budget. But I'm a sucker for them low-budget pictures. I don't know why. Like them African movies and shit. Like, them things be funny as hell. You got to get into it. Like, it ain't nothing like it. But I'm, I'm, I'm a ghetto, baby. But uh, let's go ahead and get into Wendy Williams. Now, we had talked about how Wendy Williams had revealed that um, she was raped by Sherrick. Wendy had talked about it, like we discussed. She had discussed um, being raped, you know, sexually assaulted. But she never said who it was. So ahead of the documentary and the movie coming out, uh, she actually revealed, you know, who it was. And so the New York Post actually got a statement from uh, Sherrick's widow. And she's upset. She said, why now? Shout out to T-Surf Code who reposted it. They, she said, why now? So, Sherrick's widow, Lynn Connor Smith, is breaking her silence on Wendy Williams' sexual assault allegations against her late husband. Ahead of the release of her biopic, Wendy Williams the Movie, the talk show host alleged in a panel discussion with reports that Sherrick date-raped her years ago before they went to a party together. That's according to People. But Smith told Page Six that Williams should let Sherrick rest in peace as the man that she loves is not here to defend himself. Sherrick was a beautiful man, a genius with a voice like an angel, Smith uh, told them on Thursday. We have three amazing children. This is quite painful to not only us, but his nieces and siblings. Um, the singer died in 1999. Okay? They said Smith is questioning the timing of Williams' remarks. Why would Wendy not call the police if it were true? She said, why did she go out with him? We have questions, too. The film producer added that Williams waited 25 to 30 years to speak up and um, when she tells the truth as a career. They said it's hard to believe. Why now? So Williams' biopic is set to be released on Lifetime on January 30th, and it'll reportedly feature the incident. So Smith was married to Sherrick from 1993 until his death in 1999. She told us that Williams never reached out to Sherrick's family. Williams' rep did not immediately return a request for comment, okay? And so um, y'all recall that that's what happened. Let me say this. It's a, it's a sticky situation. Nobody wants to hear particular things, but there are some things um, that you'll hear and that you'll find out. You're going to have to sit that one out, baby. You ain't got no jurisdiction over none of that. You not liking it, it is about all you can do. It's not fucking like it. You were not there. So you don't know what the fuck happened. 
Now, when it comes down to somebody being accused of something without them being, you know, in a space to, to defend themselves, how do y'all feel about that? How do y'all feel about that? Now, Wendy Williams has spoken out. Let me tell you why I find it to be logical that Wendy finally uh, put an address on it. But why I don't necessarily uh, respect it all the same, 100%. It makes sense for Wendy to talk about it and say who it was finally because she's finally supposedly letting it all out. This will be featured in these different works. And don't forget that she's had books and everything. She has talked about it. But now that she's doing this, it's absolutely logical that she will finally say who it was because that's going to be a big question. Okay, well, who is it? When they have an actor playing the part of the man that raped her, he's going to look a particular way. Hopefully, if they did a good job, he'll look like the man that raped her. So you had a lot of people that have been speculating for years about who it was. Maybe to save everybody the trouble because people have been saying uh, Chris Williams, all kind of people. She said, okay, let me go ahead and just put it out there who it was and speak on it. I don't recall Wendy asking for anybody's sympathy. I don't recall Wendy, you know, Wendy, in my opinion, still sounded like a broken woman when she talked about it because she diminished her own trauma. She said, well, everybody gets raped. Your mama get raped, your grandma get raped. She kind of dismissed it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that she was looking, you know, for uh, anybody to tear that man down or do anything like that. I think she was just telling her truth. And it made sense for her to divulge that information when she did. Now, in the same token, the reason why I can't respect that is because all the way. Because you're telling your truth, that's your business. So you're brave and I respect that. I respect any, any victim coming up telling a story. But what I don't like is you have been open and vocal about that situation. And that man was alive. And you did not ID him so that he could defend it and say something on his own behalf. And I do think that that's fucked up. Because now it's just your word. So now the last thing that'll be in people's minds is that that man raped somebody. So when he does have a widow and they have children and they have a family, what can they do? What can they do? It'll always be Wendy Williams, the star, who said that our family member raped her against the dead man who was on drugs, who they found dead in the alley. They, he's guilty, period, already. Already. So I just, I just wish that Wendy would have brought it up when he was able to defend himself. It didn't work out that way, but I don't think that she should be robbed of her... Um, of her ability to tell her truth. That's still a part of her fucking story. And she has a right to tell it. You know, so it's a complicated situation. It's a touchy situation. I can understand. I feel like both ends. I can understand why the wife would be upset and stuff like that. But to get up and try to tell somebody what the fuck didn't happen to them. When you have no idea of what the fuck going on. You didn't even know that goddamn man. You know, you don't know nothing from nothing. And you acting like it's the first time you heard it. So if that's the case, then you really don't know shit. You ain't even got what the fuck he might have said. So you going around tearing Wendy Williams down because she's saying, you know, that something happened to her. God forbid that happened to you or somebody else. And that's the type of fucking response that you get. That was doggish. That was fucked up. That was fucked up. I see a comment that says, it's a sticky situation. We can't tell a victim when it's okay to tell the truth. And I agree with that. I agree with that. But let's talk about it. 
Is it fair to be giving out pieces of your truth? And then one day you decide to finally put an address on it and condemn somebody. You either going to talk about the shit or you're not. If your goal is to just talk about it, go get a fucking therapist. When it, if you feel like you want to divulge this shit to the public and you want to make it known and you want to talk about it, talk about it thoroughly and speak about it in such a way that we don't have to revisit it or do too much uh, questions. Ask too many questions after the fact. But the way that she did it, you know what I'm saying? That man dead. What the fuck can anybody do now? So at, really at this point, either you believe Wendy or you don't. You know? So it, like, it is a sticky situation. It's sticky. It's sticky. Now. Let's get into something else that's a little sticky. But, 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 it ain't this damn makeup. Let me show you that first. In a world full of absolute uniqueness, no one person can decide what is and what is not the standard. At Vi Cosmetics, the mission is to enhance natural beauty with safe and high-quality products. The best clump-free volumizing mascara and precision liners define your eyebrows with the vegan cruelty-free eyebrow pencil that goes on smooth and washes off so easily that you'll wonder how it stays on all day. Hydrating glosses with skin love and vitamin E that are non-sticky and non-tacky. You can buy a single product or you can take a look at some of the amazing bundle packages that they offer. So if you're vying for the look, then you have to get Vi Cosmetics, where the look is your look. All right, you guys. I see people saying, no, I disagree. She can put it out how she wants to. Okay, and, and listen, it is what it is. We're going to have to agree to disagree because I know. No. Somebody living, you're going to speak on it, then speak on it. Give them the fucking chance. God forbid somebody in your family perish and somebody say something like that about them. What are they supposed to do? What are they supposed to do? And people have legacies and, and shit like that. That's not fair. So if you can and, and, you're, and you're in a position and you do want to discuss it, speak on it. You know what I'm saying? Thoroughly. That's how I feel. Whatever. But we can have a difference of opinion. That's, that's fine. Now, we talked about how Cardi B had landed her first role in a Paramount comedy called Assisted Living. We already went over what it's about. We already went over um, what we think about it. And just to sum it up briefly, I think that shit like that is more Cardi's lane. I don't think that she ever should have really gone into music. I really don't. And so it actually could be a really good thing for her. And it might really be enjoyable, actually. Okay? But um, let's get into this. And while we're looking at this again. Because the Shade Room posted Cardi. Now, if you remember, Cardi had called Angie a water buffalo. Um, fuck Angie. You know, she thought that Kyle, had been who had been working for the Shade Room had made a page and was talking shit about her and shit like that. He had got, you know, released, however that worked out. Um, he went and cleared his name, you know, uh, started his own shit up. But Cardi still was like, don't post me, bitch, I'll sue you. All kind of shit talking crazy to Angie. Female rap game uh, on Instagram, they had made some posts, and they felt like the shade room was owned by a white man. They felt like ownership had shifted. And they felt like this was the nail in the coffin. And a lot of people were sitting up looking at it like, well, I guess there is some truth to the fact that Angie may not be the one up there because why is the shade room posting her after what she said? Before we get into some particulars, let's get into this right here. First of all, when it comes to Angie, and it's my honest opinion, Cardi has come up against a lot of different blogs. Shout out to the home team on site. Who said, no, you don't have to like what's being posted, but it will be posted. 
And now you can find Cardi in the comments. Okay? I sarcastically call her a friend of the damn show. Because, you, I mean, you post about it, she first want to see it, she going to leave a comment, she talking to the people in the comments and everything. She kicking it. Okay? Um, you have the shade room. Angie has done what I feel like a boss is supposed to do with this type of platform. Angie does not make her platform about her. There are a lot of people who expect some type of statement. They want the shade room to answer for posting Cardi. You want them to do it. But if you really think about it, that should have never been your expectation. Angie has never conducted business that way. Uh, when has she ever come out and addressed what the people feel like in the comments? There have been some other uh, blogs that have. There are other blogs that do come out and say how they feel, you know, about what these different celebrities do. And you run your shit how you want to run your shit. But I didn't expect that from the Shade Room. I don't expect to get a statement from the Shade Room. But I think that it would be good for the culture. And I'm going to tell you why. Angie, there are a lot of people looking at the Shade Room like, okay, this is a black people's thing. This is the third most viewed platform on Instagram. This is a big fucking deal. This is big money shit. And this woman disrespected the fuck out of you. But here she is. I think that we can all understand that business is business. So it ain't nothing to lose no sleep over. But I think it's important to, to get our respect where we were disrespected. So even if it were on her platform, I think somebody should say something. And give the people a fucking understanding of, I mean, what, what's going on. Because now you got a whole bunch of speculation. There was a lot of public disrespect. A lot. Not like a lot. And let's get on Cardi now. Because that's how I feel about that part. And they said, I feel like Shade Room was in the wrong. I would really have to go back over it. I don't even fucking remember exactly how everything uh, went down. Somebody said, Angie, go with the money, i.e. that 6 9 interview. That's how you felt about that? Okay, okay. On Cardi's behalf, Cardi, you look like a damn fool in this regard. You done cussed out everybody and their mama and told them not to post you, only to turn around and pay those very blogs to post you. The blogs have said it when they have been questioned, not the shade room, but there have been other outlets that have been asked, why are you posting her all of a sudden? And they said that it's paid promotion. When WAP was out and everything like that, Cardi thought that she was bigger than the blogs that made her famous. And your ass realized how much you need them, didn't you? Didn't you? Didn't you? Now, it's positive press right now. It's positive press right now. Will they post about, you know, some of the things that could draw negative attention? We'll have to see. Only time will tell. And then we'll decide if we feel like people are being biased. But at the end of the day, uh, I, I think it makes Cardi look like a damn fool. Because the very same platforms that she went on a rampage about, I don't need y'all and everybody could come to my page. Okay, so why is the team paying for this type of exposure then? Why are you on these blogs? Why? Why? Make it make sense, you know? So that's that. Now let's get into it, the speculation about who owns the shade room. You can always go and do a quick little trademark search to see who owns what. So let's go ahead and look up the shade room. 
takes no time at all. I'm going to go to the second one because the first one is for something um, irrelevant to our discussion. And so the shade room. And uh, also, for anybody that has a platform that may want to structure it business-wise after the shade room, pay attention to what is trademarked under. You know, um, you may, you may want to do the same thing, okay? So, word mark the shade room. Um, they said that they're providing online chat rooms for social networking. They said that they're providing entertainment services, namely providing a website featuring blogs and non-downloadable publications in the nature of articles, webisodes, videos, and articles on celebrity news, gossip, fashion, etc. Computer services, namely uh, creating an online community for registered users to participate in discussions, get feedback from their peers, uh, virtual community, da 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 Now, um, let's go ahead and get into it. The registrant is Angelica, and this is live and this is active. So that's Angie. That's Angie. A lot of people um, don't even know that Angie's Nigerian. And Angie um, lost her mother um, due to domestic violence. And she grew up in foster care. And she has a really inspirational story, really, honestly and truly, if you get into it. I want to highlight something very briefly. She had filed for this uh, on April 19th of 2015. It was published for opposition January 26, 2016. The registration wasn't until December 6, 2016. You have a lot of people that can go and trademark a lot of different things. It's not done until it's done. And it takes time. Stop announcing your every move. Stop jumping up when you get your first piece of mail with the name that you picked on it. Stop, stop sitting up doing all of this stuff. That only impresses the people that don't have knowledge of how the shit really works. It's not, an, it's not this overnight thing. It's not. You know, and so um, that's that. So, as 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 far as that's concerned, the shade room in itself, that looks like that definitely still belongs to Angie. Now I want to get into um, Angie's backing. Who has invested in the shade room? I I had looked in PitchBook said that the shade room had one investor that it was a private company, uh, that it was being privately held, and so I said, well, I want to know who in the fuck invested in it. And so I went and I looked and I fucking found out. Okay. So let's go see. So Angie had actually done an interview uh, in May of last year. And uh, she was talking about some of her business plans. And I found it to be very insightful. So Angie said, I'm not completely closed off to investors when the right partner comes. So that would make me feel like anybody who has invested, she looks at them as a partner. You can have silent partners, but depending on what type of money you putting up, niggas ain't trying to be two-sided. Okay, so keep that in mind. So, though Angie didn't name names, she noted that the Shade Room has received acquisition offers from a bunch of major studios. She was very clear that she has no interest in cashing in on early growth and plans to keep the Shade Room independent. So there are a lot of people who say she sold the shade room. Now, I think Angie would be at the biggest fool on planet fucking earth to sell the shade room. I would call her very fucking stupid. Yes, I would. Angie has something that absolutely can one day be what TMZ is for the people that they cater to. Make you uh, like branch out, create all kind of different shit. Shows, media, all kind of shit. 
that that is a company worth millions of fucking dollars that that would just be stupid and in 2020 she was saying she wants to keep it independent so when people are speculating that she sold it to a white guy that's why this is happening and that's happening that's why cardi can get posted because now a white guy on there not even to kiss her ass i don't i don't agree with that i don't because angie uh angie ain't trying to say nothing okay angie went on to say um the block is hot for the shade room right now she said literally we have been approached by every audio or i'm sorry studio that you can imagine in hollywood we have all of the deals on the table but i have a huge vision for what i see the shade room becoming in the future or being in the future and uh, we want to be our own network they said that studios have also approached the shade room with interest in producing a tv show in angie but she feels that tv is the wrong medium for an audience that consumes content from mobile 93 percent of the time so they said that the profitable startup plans to keep investing capital back into business to spur growth, particularly in video production. They said it's already locked down major advertisers like GMC and McDonald's and plans to pursue advantageous partnerships with studios rather than exits. Okay. And so she has a plan. She has a plan. And I don't think that uh, she's going to be selling a goddamn thing. Now, um, who's the investor? Who's the investor? Who's the investor? Let's get into that. Hold on. They said the shade room now lives on most so uh, social media platforms and has its own website and video team. By sheer numbers, the blog punches significantly above its weight. Unlike other viral media sites like BuzzFeed, the shade room has taken very little venture financing. Its only investor to date is NDVC. Now, this is where I believe that the white man rumors come from. Because who in the fuck is NDVC? And that was the question. I wanted to know who um, had invested. And that's who invested. So let's go take a look at Bryce. This is Bryce, you guys. Bryce Roberts. And he's the founder of NDVC. And this is the only investor in, in the shade room. Now, do you think that this man, who's been in the business all this time, that sees, you know... Um, how much is at stake when it comes to a shade room? The very reason why I'm sure that he invested. Do you think he's going to be a silent partner? Or do you think that he would have some input? How do, how do y'all feel? How do y'all feel? How do y'all feel about, you know, taking investments from people outside of our culture? And I, I come to you from this angle, just to play devil's advocate. We have a lot of conversations in our community about how there are people uh, who are in the midst of our culture giving commentary and giving their opinions when we don't necessarily feel like they're a part of it. But if we're giving them seats at the table, who the fuck fault is that? Does he not have a right to comment on something that he's invested in? The same way you would want some type of input? How, I mean, how do y'all feel about that? We're going to get into the Joe Budden Network because um, he's continuing to give opportunities to black creators. Um, he's gotten a lot of praise because he's black. A, a lot of people give a lot of people praise, you know, when they're black for doing this. But did black people try to invest? Who had the best offer? Business is business, is it not? There was a big scandal when people found out that what they thought were black-owned uh, hair products. I see you in the comment, Brenda Bell. People were upset when they found out that they didn't have nothing to do with black people. It was more so pandering to black people. Do y'all look at this the same way? Do y'all feel like it taints the situation? How do y'all feel? Let me know. Let's see if we can connect Bryce Roberts uh, to anybody else. 
Because y'all sitting up here saying Rock Nation. I don't know that I ain't. Who said that? I, who said that? So Bryce Rock. Let's just do Bryce Roberts Rock Nation. See if anything comes up. Mm-mm. Not yet. Hold on. They said Fenty. Oh, y'all want to do a search? <laughs> no, I don't think he's into that. Well, I mean, mm, could he? Who knows what he might be into, what he might invest in. But we would have to really, really look. I don't immediately see anything. Let's get into what Melly5150 said. She said, investors aren't on board if it's not a public company. Silent investors are just that. So when we did look at that first uh, page, it said that it was private. Let's go back here. And that's if we take this for what it is. They said the shade room. This is pitch book. Now, how reliable is pitch book? They said it's, it's private. And that they have one investor. So the question is, does the investor get a say-so? Do they have any type of leeway? Because there are people who feel like um, maybe, and maybe that taints how they feel about it. Let's take a look right here. The Shade Room Valuation and Funding, Accelerator and Incubator. They said that's completed and it's profitable. They said that Angie is the founder and chief executive officer. Indy they, has a minority holding. So that's Angie shit. They said one investor with a lot of weight. Okay? That, that's Angie shit. So my whole point is, uh, obviously, maybe something was talked about behind the scenes. Maybe they heard Angie and Cardi came to an agreement. But honestly and truthfully, I don't think Angie really give a fuck. Because I think she is, like everybody's saying, where the money resides. And she going to do her thing regardless. Cardi was saying, don't post me. Angie didn't get in her feelings and say, I don't want to post Cardi. So that's just another day at, at the office. You know, so whatever happened, it happened. It is what it is. I guess you can now expect to see Cardi on the shade room and other blogs all across Instagram. <laughs> and shout out to Angie for knowing what the fuck she has, okay, in the shade room. Shay says she's smart. She know what she doing. Okay, shit. I, I wouldn't let y'all sit up there and make me feel like I can't take no damn investment. Hell, you can try and you can look and you can want to do business with whoever you want to do it with. At the end of the day, you got to make a choice. You going to sit up and miss out on opportunities if you, you know what I'm saying, aren't getting them elsewhere? I, I just feel like you a damn fool. Do what's smart. Do what feels right. And I'm not saying go with anybody, but... I mean, don't miss out on opportunities being too fucking proud. That's stupid. Let me beg for some money. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This See, I try to be professional. I'm so fucking high strong. Y'all see how much I'm stuttering and shit? If I had smoked a pre-roll and shit like that, I bet I wouldn't be stuttering. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to hit that home.
Milago Grams, have you seen my business plan? Uh, shit, by the time I lifted up mine, girl, my arms are tired. Did you see mine? I don't know. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into um, some new shows. So, um, the Joe Budden Network. The Joe Budden Network has been given opportunities to a host of black people. And, uh, you know, he was talking a lot about owning shit and doing this and that. I, I think that that's amazing. I think I think that it's amazing um, that he has it and that he's given opportunities, you know, uh, like he is. I'm going to go to Twitter. I'm going to go to Twitter. Because if y'all think that people aren't tuned in to shit on YouTube, they are. She's Lona on um, Twitter said, so me playing catch up on my radio and I can't believe that Joe Budden was listening to me and my live girl conversation because I can recall me telling the mob I thought it was fragments and saying, did you know you can um, cut uh, the back of your whatever the fuck she was talking about? And so that's when Joe was like, yo, you know, who is the girl talking? You know, talking on this shit. Where can I find her? And then the next day he hit me up saying that he had wanted to hear my perspective on, you know, some of the topics that we had been discussing. And so um, I think that a lot of people can put their foot in their mouths. I think that you never know what people's intentions are. There have been some people, and I was discussing um, some of these people getting new shows and shit like that. But I saw some different comments that said that, um, you know, who they feel like needs to get an opportunity. And my whole thing is, congratulations on what? It doesn't happen, the fuck? But you never know what somebody's intentions are. Do I think that some of these platforms need to reach back and get some raw, like, uncut, um, fresh talent? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that shit gets real watered down, you know, when people are doing it just because they want a quick buck, not because, you know, they feel like they, you know, have a passion for it. Everybody cannot do this shit. Everybody cannot hold an audience. Everybody is not interesting. Everybody doesn't have a popping personality. Everybody can't make you fucking listen. That's a gift. That's the gift. And um, there were a lot of people who are now doing the talking that had, to me, a tone, this air of uh, what? Like they were better than people who were blogging or doing podcasts and shit like that. But now they're going to do the same thing. So once again, we have all of these blurred ass fucking lines where it's like, okay, well, who's who? You're no longer a talking point for me when you become a fucking peer. What the hell are you doing? And y'all wasn't doing that shit until times got hard. Y'all didn't even want to go talk to people on podcasts. They would do television shows and barely do radio. And all up on Instagram and shit. Now they're hosting them. Now they all on Facebook. Everybody got a damn couch. And, and a, a middle part. And a blazer. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Everybody got some insight. Everybody got some motherfucking advice. Go to hell. Go to hell. You know. But it is what it is. Uh, because there are a lot of people who do have something to offer. But it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. So, yesterday, Joe Budden had announced that Ming Lee and Karen Civil were going to be having a, um, a podcast called Girl, I Guess. I want to play the ad. Because I think the ad is actually uh, funny. I like Joe's part. I think it's cute. 
And let me say this. Karen Civil, I don't know what the fuck her job description is. I won't pretend to. Job description, job title, or nothing else. I, I don't know what the fuck she do. But uh, she gets it done, whatever the fuck it is. Okay, somebody always saying thank you. So, okay. So, obviously, she got some insight and she got some connection. I think that Ming Lee and her lane, um, the, they, <laughs> I'm looking at the comments. Um, they said Karen is a publicist. Oh, that's it? That's a lot. Karen do some everything. Um, uh, then Ming Lee, you know what I'm saying? I used to follow Ming Lee years ago because I love weave. And so from that perspective. And so she's been a businesswoman for a long time. I think that they have a lot of connections, a lot of insight, and a lot of business points. So just a lot of great things to offer. You know what I'm saying? So I think that it actually could it could be good. It could be good. They got to get their energy together. Okay? But uh, it could be. Now, sidebar. Why in the fuck does Mob not fuck with Ming Lee? Mob don't fuck with Ming Lee. Okay? And we call her Ming Leech. Mean Columbus, because we say a lot of catchy shit, and we were we been outside before it was a thing for y'all, bitch. We was outside. Everybody knows this. Mean Lee came out with a whole outside concept that made no fucking sense, none. She was outside, inside. We talked about it and in great detail. Okay. When I saw it, after people had sent it to me, I definitely felt like my concepts have been stolen. Absolutely. It got big enough for Ming Lee to have to respond to it. And so Ming Lee um, started, you know, divulging information. And she outlined when her team started working on that concept. And it was after we had already been speaking on it and we had already set the premise, the tone, the foundation, and everything for that term and everything surrounding it. So busted again. And then... um Regardless of that shit, because you never know. The same way that B. Simone had a book that was somebody else. You, you never know who had a dealing and what da 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 That business shit get real muddy. That wasn't even the reason why I don't, I don't respect Ming Lee. I don't respect Ming Lee because Ming Lee went on Instagram. And she said, oh, well, she only been doing YouTube for like two weeks. And I, I've never seen this girl before. I don't know what this shit is. You know, I don't know what she's talking about. No, 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 no. She was referencing one of the fake YouTube pages on um, YouTube that had nothing to do with me, okay? She tried to play me on Instagram. But the whole time, she was sitting up texting Ra because Ra and her cool. She was texting Ra on some shit like, well, we could iron the shit out and we could do this and we could do that and weave hair and this, that, and the third. But she was trying to play on Instagram and she didn't even know who I was. She didn't even know what the fuck anybody was talking about. But she was in the messages. And I got all my messages. So ain't no alleged. So, Ming Lee still to this day ain't never even said nothing to me. But they sit in the background. Everybody always will go back. They'll be talking to Ra saying some shit. And you know what I tell Ra? I don't give a fuck about none of that. No. The fuck? I told Rob what the fuck I would have told her. I don't want to hear none of that. Uh, I didn't respect it at all. I didn't respect it at all. At all. I didn't respect the way she handled that shit. I didn't respect how she did. Like, uh-uh. Girl, we ain't going for that. You want you wanted me to act like everything was cool. Somehow we could do some business together. So that it would look like I was cool with shit. So I wouldn't have a leg to stand on if I said that I felt like you took that fucking idea from me. 
I said, fuck all of that shit. Uh-uh, not doing it. And that's just that. So that's what happened. So that's why I don't respect Ming Lee. It ain't got nothing to do with not liking her. Uh, I Like I said, I used to follow Ming Lee. I just had got, like, dead weight off my page. Like, I could, I could go and look if I want to look at some hair. You know what I'm saying? But she's a stylish woman, a businesswoman, and all that kind of shit. So it wasn't nothing about not liking her. I don't like how she handled that fucking situation, and I don't respect that at all. You know what I'm saying? But even still, um, I think that it could be good. It could be good if they if they talk about, you know, um, the business side. And even from their friendship point of view, I'm sure they go through a lot. I, I bet it could be good, but let's go ahead and get into the, into the ad. Hey, Shamika. All right, it's 2021. I'm ready for a change. I don't know. Hell no. I'm not listening to this shit. It needs to be something big. Bless up, bless up, Karen. We was just talking about podcasting. Huh? And I thought about you, that your Karen should get yours and you and me and do something special for the queens out there. What's he talking about? Anyway, what were you saying? Mean girl, it's Big Lotto. I need you to start a podcast with Karen for all the boss bitches. <laughs> you have a lot of insight, a lot of experiences to pull from, and it's just time. Who is this? Start the podcast, please. Yo, Karen, I got a crazy-ass idea. How about you and me put together a crazy-ass podcast with some chill, huh? some real player like? You do that for me? Wait, what? All you little husbands go out and get this podcast going for yourselves. Because after all, that's what friends are for. All right, you know what to do. I actually know the perfect person. Hello. Hey, Joe. Karen, what's going on? You trying to help us get this podcast going or what? Girl, I guess. <laughs> Bitch, please stop. Can y'all please stop? That's what I mean. I mean, in theory, it could be good, but but them attitudes and the way they sitting up there, that they nothing about that made me want to watch it. Nothing about it. Let's go to Joe Budden uh, Network page. Um, oh, where it said it? Hold on, y'all. What is it saying? We parted now. Am I missing it? <laughs> Cause I got triggered. It's on Joe page. They said Joe been saying that. You know we say and we mobbing now. And so when I look and I see. And it say, um, we pardon now. I just get triggered. I just get triggered. You know? You know? It makes me feel away. But at the end of the day, they're going to do what they want to do. I, I think that uh, there's a lot of first talent out there. A lot of first talent. And I think that if it wasn't so much about politics, uh, you would get, you know, people who would tell you how they feel, who would do really well. You know what I'm saying? Y'all keep on putting the same people in positions, you know, to rotate the same stories and to keep that little group tight. You know what I'm saying? All of them who feel like, oh, that's my friend, that's my friend, and da-da-da-da-da. You know? Like, mm. they said they definitely tuned into my radio. Like, I mean, whatever. 
whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, the the shit is, is comical. We have added so much to the motherfucking culture, and if you've been on my radio, then you already know. From the way that we talk to the shit that we come up with, everything. They they always somewhere stealing some shit. So um, yeah, that's how that goes. Let's get into T. S. Madison. T. S. Madison got a new show. Now, I don't think we were shocked by this, but um, it's come to fruition. And so that is an update and a change in that regard. You know, there were rumors, shout out to the Jasmine brand, that um, T.S. Madison would have a show on WeTV. And T.S. Madison was playing coy and saying, well, I don't know nothing about that. But, you know, when you're uh, still going back and forth, uh, you don't want to say something. You know, beat and put your foot in your mouth and lost that opportunity. So she did what she was supposed to do. Let's go ahead and get into um, the ad for it. Okay, and so T.S. Madison said, well, the cat's out the bag. My big announcement is that the T.S. Madison experience is coming to WeTV in March. Please update your cable package because a real bitch on her way to your house. Thank you, World of Wonder, for believing in me and my brand for all these years. And thank you, WeTV, for stepping out of your comfort zone and giving this black trans woman, well, she meant to say woman, an opportunity to break the ceiling. Um, I want to be fair. I think that this is great for T.S. Madison to get a TV show. Congratulations, with the utmost respect. Let's, let's drop a bomb, utmost sincerity to him. That's, that's good. That's good. But to be fair, let's not act like we don't have people like you. I already know, what's his name? Um, Big Frida. Big Frida got a show and everything like that. So in terms of, how do y'all feel about that? Because T.S. Madison got titties. Is there a difference? They said Frida not trans, though. So y'all feel like... Because I, I, here on my whole thing. They have a whole channel. What is it called? It's a whole motherfucking channel. Logo. So do y'all feel like because it's on WeTV? This is not one of those things that I'm like, ooh, history is being made right now. The way that everything been going on and shit like that, I feel like, okay. But that's what T.S. Madison said. She breaking the ceiling for black trans women. That's fine. Uh, they said, with, you said well, you feel like WeTV got a bigger platform? They said, girl, Logo don't play nothing got no more. <laughs> they said Logo for white people. They said RuPaul got a whole show. But I think that they mean in terms of... Uh, Literally, that trans. T.S. Madison is trans. That's why. So, just more people that are being represented. And so, I don't see anything wrong with that, you know. Um, how do I think it is? Or how do I think it'll be? I didn't see a, a trailer good enough to give me any type of indication. All they said was, this is going to be the T.S. Madison experience. I don't know what that means. When I have seen T.S. Madison, I think that T.S. Madison definitely has appeal. Not appeal to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't seek out T.S. Madison to get this or get that. That's not my lane. But when T.S. Madison was with Kaya, they made a good pair. And then they made magic. 
and they had good chemistry. And I will continue to say that I hate that shit didn't work out for them. I haven't been as interested in T.S. Madison outside of Kaya. That's just me. So while I absolutely wish T.S. Madison the best, and I don't think that Kaya or T.S. Madison is sitting up saying, I hope this bitch fail at everything she doing, fuck her. No, I don't. I think deep down, because they care about each other, you can tell that they're happy for one another when they have experiences. So, uh, go Kaya somewhere, punch in, the, punch in the air. Why? Why? Kaya set up and sabotage shit for her damn self. So be mad for what? For what? You know, it's nothing to be mad at. You know, she's doing her thing, and it is what it is. Um, but they said, Millie, you and Madison have similarities, girl. So I just feel like, uh, T.S. Madison hasn't been entertaining to me. And so I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't know how this show will pan out. I don't know how this show will pan out, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see. What, what do y'all even think it'll be about? Like I said, we don't, we, the, the trailer didn't tell us shit. So we'll see. But that's a good thing. We TV, one of them corny channels that don't have a lot of direction to me. We TV be all over the fucking place. And so it be turning me off. Like, it's a dressed-up ass UPN 20. They, they really think they be doing something. They a po-ass bravo. We, we TV is, is fuck TV one with a bow. Huh. Yeah, they got Bridezillas. I had watched that. I used to watch the Braxton's on there. They got Marriage Boot Camp. I like that. Love after lockup. Look, bitch, I'm naming all the shows. Yeah, I, I watch it. They don't stop it from being ghetto, bitch. BTV ain't shit, and everybody knows it. <laughs> but it's still on cable TV. That bitch still gonna be on TV. That opens up to a new audience. It's another opportunity. That's still amazing for her. So congratulations to T.S. Madison again. Okay. They said TV one is better. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. They said better than Zeus. Mm. Let's go ahead and get into Asian the brat. Shout out to that so bold. Y'all was pressuring Asian to uh, do a video for none of that shit. And so she has done a video. And so these are some looks from it. Now this is one of the looks. And I think that this looks sexy. I love when black women, you know, just be dripping and shit. And it's just shiny and shit like that. I love the eyes. It's just real sexy and mysterious at the same time. Okay. I love the bralette. Well, I can't see. It don't look like a corset, but I can't tell. I don't know. But this looks sexy. It looks very, very fucking sexy. And so um, I'm excited. I want to see the video and see how it goes because it's a rough song. So for her to be looking very, very soft and borderline elegant, I think that this sexes it up a lot, you know, around the chest. And so it adds that kind of urban flair to it. But for her to be looking like this and have a softer look, I'm interested to, to see what the video comes out as and what that looks like. Because they don't look like they're going for the expected out in the middle of the street or in the studio just spitting it, you know? And so uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right, you guys. Let's get into Young Miami. Young Miami had the streets talking because they feel like she's biting Nicki Minaj. Um, young Miami took a picture in front of a Barbie box. You can see it says City Girls. And um, the caption said, coming soon. We already know, you know, who Barbie is, literally. And everybody has their little thing. I think that the sticky part about um, Barbie is the fact that Barbie is such a huge brand. 
little girls have Barbie birthday parties. You know what I mean? Barbie has been huge, you know, since forever. You know, so this idea that nobody else could do the Barbie thing, I just think that that's fucking ridiculous. Do I think... It is so hard when you have an iconic artist like a Nicki Minaj who has done every fucking thing. And then you have other artists that come after it. I definitely think there are a lot of times where people do bite and they, and they copy what Nicki did. And there are, in my opinion, other times where people like that theme and idea the same way someone else did. You know what I mean? And I don't even like the, the outfit do look fucking cheap. It look cheap as fuck. But I'm talking about the fact that people are literally cussing this girl out because she did um, a Barbie thing. You know? I just feel like it is what it is. They said Lil' Kim was first with how many licks? You know, my, my whole thing is, my whole thing is, it's a very popular thing. Uh, obviously, that's what they went with. Do you think of Nikki because she has um, associated herself with Barbie and we have too for so long in such a huge way? Absolutely. But it ain't nothing that's going to make me feel like upon seeing these photographs that, oh, okay, here she go copying a Nicki Minaj. I, I don't think that uh, that's what she went in seeking to do. You know, they, they, that was the thing. That's what they did. It is what it is. I don't, what's the conversation? They said, why don't they imitate brats? I mean, who? Uh, <laughs> they said she looked like a cheap majorette. Bitch, cut it out. Cut it the fuck out. They said the, cheap, the flow looked cheap and poor. They said she should have been a brat to doll. They said, nah, she went in there seeking to copy Nikki. I don't give a fuck. Somebody said, man, whatever. I play with Barbie, so I definitely would love to dress up uh, as an actual Barbie with the box and everything. Man. They said, look at JT on on-site. Let's go take a look at on-site right quick before we continue on. Because we got to get into this Lucci shit. Man, JT got up. Oh, she got mad, baby. So, Lil' Kim got a lime green lace wig. And y'all remember JT had a green lace wig? So, somebody said they're sisters and did the uh, side-by-side of JT and uh, Lil' Kim. Why the fuck JT blocked they motherfucking ass? Y'all know JT don't like y'all comparing her to nobody. They told her she looked like the beautiful Ari Lennox. She ain't give a damn. She blocked them. They, be, they told her she looked like a girl that she looked just like. Looked like they came out of the same pussy. Uh, she blocked them. She don't give a damn. Asian said that blogs been lying on her every day. And she's starting to think they obsessed with her. She said any nigga that sit behind a page spreading lies and drama for sure a little mama. She must be talking about academics fat ass. Academics, what did you say this time? It's Friday. Let me see how this money flowing. Because I know y'all done lost y'all motherfucking mind. Hold on, y'all. Uh, hold on. Let me see how hard I need to cut y'all out. Uh, bitch. I know y'all fucking lying. It's time for y'all got me fucked up speech. That's what it's time for. It's Friday. 
You just got fucking paid. Run me my cash, hoe. What fuck? Millie, I'm cold out here. Shit. Bitch, I, shit, it, it's cold in the D. How the fuck is we supposed to keep peace? Send me my goddamn money. It ain't too cold for your ass to be tuned in. You tapped your ass into this motherfucking live, go tap my $20. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Street Juice TV just posted some fake nudes of Asian. Let me go look for research purposes. Street Juice. And what you doing? Hold on. Did they delete it? Let me look through their story. Did they delete it? They said go to Asian story. I'm not going to show y'all yet because I don't want the... Uh, I don't want it to pop up. And that'll be an issue for YouTube pussy ass. I'm going through her story right now. Okay, y'all, let's take a look. Asian said, imagine a bag I'm finna make from suing blogs for posting, lying, and bullying me. Asian doll posted up on streetjuicetv.com. Oh, God damn it. I'm going to have to edit that off the motherfucking thing for YouTube. Oh. Do you know how long it take a video to save? Do you know how long it take? Because it's blurred. But, fuck. Any fucking way. It is what it is. So she said the same bitch ass, sick ass nigga lied on me, photoshopped, okay, my clothes off, and told niggas to click the link in the bio. Photoshopped. Photoshopped it, okay? And so then y'all fucked around and saw the titties. But Asians say them not her titties. She said, look at this sick ass nigga. This is not my body. This is fake. So she said, I'm suing you for un uh, unconsensual porn. And for lying on me, posting me, saying I'm talking about family. What have we talked about so far? Because, bitch, I'm finna start this recording over and start this story over. Bitch, got me fucked up. Save me ass. Boom, we ain't even... We, okay, cool. Fuck that. They got me fucked up. No ifs, ands, or... Bitch, niggas go behind your back like nunchucks. And that's fucked up. <laughs> bitch, fuck that. Shoulda had your ass on Twitch. Shoulda had your ass on Twitch. Let me hit them hoes. Hold on. I gotta run the intro one more time. When they see me, they know that every day when I'm breathing, it's, it's, it's for us to go farther. You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it up. Yo, Mo B, man, drop that shit. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams, International Nino, Mia, 
nigga Millie. Can we mob? You know what time to do. Yeah, I know what it's time to do. All right, you guys, it is Friday, January 15th. Um, we have already recorded a good solid hour of the show, and we were doing it live. If you want to catch that, you got to go to Twitch, okay? We're going we gonna to keep everything going, and we're going to get to the, the major topics. But if y'all want to hear the beginning, some of the political stuff and some of the other things that we touched on, make sure that you go over to Twitch or on Station Head. That's where you should have been anyway, okay? We uh, would have gave y'all uh, everything. But we accidentally uh, had played some titties, and uh, so we had to cut. We got to cut that out. We had to cut that out. Okay. Period. We we just had to drop it. So let's talk about it. Who's Titties? Well, a nice pair of Titties. Okay. Asian Nebrat. Asian Nebrat was minding her business um, when Street Juice TV made a post. And said that they had some explicit photos of Asian the brat. Okay? Now, I'm going to show you this. Bitch, if I have to do this again, I'm going to be sick to my fucking stomach. Asian said, imagine a bag I'm going to make from someone blogs for posting lying and bullying me. Okay? Okay. Then, this is the post that they made. Okay? Let me turn it off. She said that the same bitch-ass nigga, and I can't take any chances, um... That's how I accidentally showed the titties last time. That's why I'm flipping the screen fast, okay? So what she said was, the same bitch-ass, sick-ass nigga that lied on me photoshopped my clothes off and told niggas to click the link in his bio. And so Street Juice TV had a picture of Asian Doll in the kitchen, and the title said, Asian Doll posted up on StreetJuiceTV.com, okay? Now let me take a picture of these titties. Hold on. Okay, so Asian, she took a photograph, a screenshot of it from Street Juice TV. And um, they said that, Asian said that they photoshopped her face onto this body. She said, look at this sick ass nigga. This is not my body. This is fake. And then she said, I'm going to be suing you for unconsensual porn. And she said, if a line on me and posting me saying I'm talking about family. Okay, and so Asian is fed the fuck up. She said, not anymore. I'm finna make a bag off these niggas doing this shit. That's not okay. That's not okay. That absolutely affects, you know, your reputation, your livelihood, and everything like that. Nobody should have to go through that. And the idiots on the internet don't investigate anything at all. So they gonna take it and run with it and say, oh, look at Asian, acting like this, acting like that. Now people need to learn they listen. Don't be sitting up there posting that shit and you don't know. And why was you posting it anyway? Why? What are you doing? So lame. Let's go ahead and get into um, this look. And so Asian is coming out with a none of that shit video. Okay? And so are y'all liking it? Are y'all liking it? I like the photographs better than these. The photographs that they did where they were um, in the low light for the video. I don't like how I'm seeing this. Uh, I don't like how it's looking in the full light. I'll be very honest with you. It, it went from very classy to very cheap very quickly. But I am excited for it. Let me pull up these pictures so you can see what I mean. Shout out to that so bold. So this is what I mean. So with this lighting and with everything like this, that's what I'm talking about. I love that. That looks sexy. It looks clean. You know, people were trying to pressure her into doing a music video. She's like, I'm not doing no fucking video. I'm not going to rush me. I'll do it when I do it. And so she's doing it. I think that it's good. Keep that momentum behind that track. Asian's track is doing amazing. Amazing. You know, and this is one of her, if not her biggest track to date. 
You know what I'm saying? So she, she's been doing very well. And so we talked about the drama that was going on with Kayla and Cuban. They fighting over who loved Vaughn more. Meanwhile, uh, Asian and got a ghetto-ass Vaughn chain. Okay? They said he responded. Check your DM. All right. Let me check my DM because they're telling me that the outlet uh, responded. He said, don't you diss Street Juice TV. Yikes. All right, you guys. Let's go take a look. Okay. Hey, Asian dog, don't be speaking on that Street Juice shit. And stand on what you said. What, what I lie about? The tweets fake? Nah, you deleted them shits. What I lie about? Quit playing with me now. And I don't really give a fuck about none of that shit. Oh. Hey, Asian dog, don't be speaking on that Street Juice shit. Oh. And stand on what you said. So that's in reference to the tweets about the family. She said you lied on me and said that I was coming at my at, at my family. That's not true. He did not address the photographs. Now, Asian said that the photographs are not her. And that you posted it. So what's up with that? Can we can we get some clearance? Yeah, he's upset. He's mad. Come on now. Come on now. He on here saying that um haters don't don't want the shit to prosper. I mean, come on, cut it out. Cut it out. Now they said that uh the busted challenge is officially over because this young lady wanted to participate. And I don't know why y'all gotta do her like that. Let's let's get into it. But what's the fucking problem? <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh. 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 Vacuum my goddamn highway. What you doing on that goddamn phone? She look like her name, Tanisha. Tanisha, I know you ain't back there listening to that devil's music. Clean my goddamn house. You playing in my hair grease? You in there using my fucking flat iron? You better quit playing in your hair. That's why you bald-headed now. Get them goddamn clothes up. And get them big, thick-ass tennis shoes off your feet. You look stupid as hell. The fuck you thought this was? Somebody go get her fucking mother. I know. I can tell by how wild she live in a trailer. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm a trailer home. I can tell by them vents low like that. I, I can tell. I can see. Y'all know I know house walls. Girl, you need to grow the fuck up. They said like Mariah Lynn. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Ciroc live and not missing it, bitch. Damn. I want to hear what she got to say. She was, never mind. You're going to be like, who? What? Never mind. So anyway, uh, just in case you missed it, JT has blocked someone else for comparing her to another black woman. I thought y'all loved Kimmy. I thought she was so beautiful. Somebody said they're sisters because they both had a lime green wig. JT blocked their ass with the quickness. Why you mad? They said that is black Air Force activity. Hold on, I got a text. I got a text. You. 
gotta watch. Now, I want to get into something before we get into how we feel about 34 plus 35 and before we get into the Lucci updates, okay? Because we're going to put the cheese on the cracker. Now, before that, let's show you how you can put some of this makeup on your face. In a world full of absolute uniqueness, no one person can decide what is and what is not the standard. At Vi Cosmetics, the mission is to enhance natural beauty with safe and high-quality products. The best clump-free volumizing mascara and precision liners define your eyebrows with the vegan cruelty-free eyebrow pencil that goes on smooth and washes off so easily that you wonder how it stays on all day. Hydrating glosses with skin love and vitamin E that are non-sticky and non-tacky. You can buy a single product or you can take a look at some of the amazing bundle packages that they offer. So if you're vying for the look, then you have to get Vi Cosmetics, where the look is your look. All right, you guys, and we are back. And so they said, um, go to Street Juice Topic. I'm going to try one more time to see what they said about the other one, about the the nude photos that got posted. What was it called? Street Juice Topic what? They got about 50 fucking pages. It's happening in real time. That's why uh, we're trying to figure it out right here and now. If y'all get the link and y'all want to tag me in it and we look at it later, then it is what it is. <laughs> look at Coco. Okay, I'm trying to see what's up. Y'all send it to me. They said they was complaining her, comparing her to a black. She didn't like that. Oh, you know she don't. You talking about JT? Mm-hmm. They said, look, Kim said she Latina last time I checked. You know how that bitch get down. Now, let's get into Queen Latifah's ass. Queen Latifah has been shady and said all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? When people said who they felt like the queen of hip-hop was... And uh, I think that Queen Latifah is one of the greats. And she's gotten a lot of credit, you know, for, uh, for what she's done for music. And rightfully so in media, you know, because she's a powerhouse. She really is. She don't get enough credit for what she's added to, to music. But people have noticed um, where her, you know, uh, loyalty lies and then who she favors and shit like that. She'll make a secret of it, in my opinion. Well, Jada Kiss, shout out to the Hip Hop Wolf. Jada Kiss sat down with loud-ass Noriega. He always fanning out and shit, getting drunk, talking loud. And, um... Jake Kiss said that he was a ghostwriter, okay? And one of the people that he listed, bitch, was Queen Latifah. What? So I'm sitting up like, Queen Latifah? Who said that? So listen to the clip right quick, okay? Because we're finna get into talk about rapper shout. Who else versus you go for? It's someone that did a lot of it, right? No. I don't really like it too much. Sometimes I get in the spurt. Uh, I wrote some stuff for Queen Latifah before. Mm. Awful. You and I, T.Y. You never learned that story. You said not that. Bill, I don't want to talk about he was nasty. That was me. What are you talking We are living in the same world. Nope. Not that one. She got so much. She's probably like that. They said, nigga, you supposed to be a ghost. Are y'all gonna let the man answer the goddamn question? <laughs> Damn. They just be doing so much. They said he kinda hit that note. Oh, he fucked that hoe up. That's uh ain't that the patty pie man? Daddy <laughs> Kiss is not amused, child. You don't know what you wrote? We collectively wrote one of Charlie Baltimore's first singles. Collectively locks? Yeah. Um, couple shits, man. Wow. Gotta look. Back then it was CDs. You could just look on uh -huh. the back. Yeah. 
Oh, they was giving you your credit. It's not like ghostwriting. Yeah, no, nah, you gotta still get your publishing. You don't have to. You ain't gotta blow it up, but you know. But he's still. Okay, he still be right. okay, he look. He trying to make it nice. Listen, you get your publishing. It's on wax. But do you walk around saying you did this and that? Not necessarily. So that's why. So, okay, look, he really don't want to talk about it. So there were a lot of people who were sending that to me saying, oh, well, how she did it? Because, I mean, there's a lot of people that got help. We were just talking about that. They were trying to come for Aubrey. I, I think you let people, you know, do it long enough. They ass gonna get some help here and there. They do it like it is what it is. Like, I don't think Queen Latifah made it seem like she wrote all her own shit and da-da-da. But her attitude towards who is and who ain't no motherfucking queen when they wrote all that shit, baby. You need to tone that down. Okay. Travis Scott, he said, woo, that shit was wet this morning. Okay. Travis Y'all sit your ass down somewhere. And y'all think he talking about pussy, but he he talking about his damn pillow. You know, Travis Scott always someone looking half-ass fucking retarded with them braids in front of his goddamn eyes. He can't see what the hell going on. He walk around with his mouth open and he sleep with it open too. So he over there talking about this wet. Don't y'all over there thinking it's something else. It ain't nothing like that. It ain't nothing like that. Just a little motherfucking drool and slava and shit. They say Asians still over there posting that nigga. We gonna take a look and then we gonna move the fuck on. They said plastic can be wet, but pussy ain't plastic. What? Bitch, I missed the whole motherfucking thing with my slow ass. <laughs> I wasn't trying to go back. I ain't want y'all to see them titties. A bitch. Oh, she was just calling him a bitch. Let's take a look. Lying. Wild lie. You a bitch. Okay. And so they're going back and forth. She's still calling him a goddamn liar. But let's go ahead and get into the 34 plus 35 remix, okay? Because we really don't give a fuck. Now let me beg for money, and then we're going to do that. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent. Y'all know what to do, okay? Let's get into this remix. So yesterday, uh, Ariana Grande um, confirmed that Megan Thee Stallion and Doja Cat would be on the remix too. 34 plus 35, which um, is just another name for 69, okay? Talking about licking pussy, sucking dick and shit like that. L licking shit. And so a lot of people felt away. I wasn't a lot of people. Um, Ariana Grande has worked with Mariah Carey. Ariana Grande has worked with Miley Cyrus. Ariana Grande is good friends with Nicki Minaj. So to think of Nicki Minaj in some regard, when you think of Ariana Grande, if you're a big Nicki fan, I can understand that. But thinking that people still are not going to work with certain people because of this relationship and that one, I mean, that's just not going to happen. Um, I think that you have that line in the sand when it comes to someone like Cardi because it went beyond the music. It went beyond Caddy Post. It went beyond um, exchanging online and shit like that. It, it got physical, you know what I'm saying? And shit, so that's something completely different as far as I'm concerned. And I think that's why there's that particular tone around that. When it comes to all of these other people in the business, there would be no way that Nikki could make it as far as she has being concerned with every fucking person that works with somebody who she may not want to do something with, which no one has confirmed. No one has confirmed. There's an idea that there's tension between Nikki and Megan. And so there's now an idea and speculation that this must be an issue or that it should be. And I'm here to say it shouldn't. 
once again i'm here to say support who in the fuck you support and you don't have to maliciously you know come at somebody else to do so if you want to stream a song that has to do with somebody then just go do it you don't want to stream this one that's fine you know what i'm saying but i think that y'all put nikki in a lot of unnecessary conversations you know this right here don't have nothing to do with nikki the same way that a lot of them clickbait ass posts don't the same way that she be minding her business and for some reason her name comes up this don't have nothing to do with her okay now when we get to music rap music as a whole and females in hip-hop and lyrics being compared to lyrics of nikki's i can understand that argument because let's just be fair nikki is the hip-hop female standard there are some people that don't like that that's fine you'll live but the same way that people are compared to drake when they put out something if they hear a similar sound or there's a nigga coming up that people feel like could get in somebody's spot they comparing it so i think that's fair i think that's fair you know um and so she's done so much in music and like i said she is the the, the female hip-hop standard and she has held her own you know with men she she's a icon in rap period but especially when it comes to women because that pool gets smaller you know nikki kind of is what's hovering over everything else and all the other women if, if i were to say how i felt about it so anyway on to this track because like i said i don't think this has anything to do with nikki i'm gonna talk about this song this song has ariana grande doja cat and megan Thee stallion in it now we went over uh rap alert who came out and said that they felt like nikki should have been on the track or people felt disappointed because she wasn't they have had enough songs and they could get on whatever they want to get on they have good chemistry they do a record when they feel like it they've had a lot of success and a lot of good records there are some that i like more than others but um they've had fun and they've done it i didn't think that nikki would be on this goddamn song for what for what that didn't ever make no goddamn sense to me i mean she needs some new people this was a smart business decision now here goes my thing let's get into this track fuck rap alert when did megan get added to this song because we're gonna go over um and we already had looked at it they had released a version that had doja on it and then they had took it off and it was just ariana and then doja had recited her portion in november on social media so it was already out for months and months and months it was just them and then it came out and said okay well we're gonna have another person on it and then megan's on it rock nation are we getting antsy about the court date on the 20th because megan hasn't even put out a video for crybaby and she has still been promoting her album did it make sense for megan to be featured on another song when the song that she's trying to push is going to be a feature as well i don't think so i don't think so so i just don't understand this i, I don't understand her being a part of this right now i understand her doing a record with doja and ariana grande that's huge for her that's that's a good thing i don't think that it made sense to do it right now and let's talk about 34 plus 35. the remix was unnecessary period and that's just that nobody needed it a lot of people feel like there were some other songs you know what i'm saying that they could have done or maybe they just could have done a different song altogether. a lot of people felt like it was a lazy effort okay so um i just i, I felt like it was completely unnecessary um let's get into the lyrics and let's go take a look at that megan and doja got writing credit it doesn't look like anybody assisted you know uh with the lyrics and then we want to do the remix 
up. Hold on. Let me go find it. What is the problem? They took down all the lyrics? Hold on. All right, y'all. Let's take a look. All right. So we came into uh, Doja Cat's part. And we had already heard Doja Cat's part. Um, how much can we play on YouTube? You know, Twitch, we can play the whole goddamn song. But, you know, YouTube is different. They're a bunch of punk bitches. So Doja Cat came in, and we had already heard it, and we already had an idea of how it would sound. I feel like Doja did a good job, but it's not one of my favorite features, to be honest. But let me say this. I think that I had, uh, because I had already heard it, because I could go and look at the lyrics, because I could go and listen to the live, you know what I'm saying? And I could hear it that way and that way. By the time it came out, it sounded like something, you know, I had already heard, and it didn't have the, the same type of luster. Maybe if I had heard it, you know, here first, it would be different. But um, eh, it was just one of those where it was good and it was fun. You know, she stuck with the theme. Uh, it was about 69 and then having some fun and stuff like that. She played with her voice. She changed up the flow and she did what she does. I think that Doja Cat is a great feature artist and she's a, a I've already told you, I think she's a superstar and she has the it factor and um, she's just been knocking them out of the park. I haven't heard a bad feature yet. There are some that may not be my favorite. But I haven't heard a bad feature yet. And I feel like she comes through. She hears the song. She decides what she wants to do with it. And she executes. And so um, regardless of me feeling like it wasn't one of my favorites, it still was good. And it fit the song. And uh, it was fun. And very lighthearted in that way. And so I, I liked her on the track. But once again, it, it doesn't have anything to do with Megan. It still was unnecessary. They should have just released the track with Doja Cat on it and just let it be what it was. You know, that's how I feel. Now, as we get down into um, Megan Thee Stallion's part, Megan Thee Stallion stuck with the theme as well. I think, to be fair, Megan, um, she, Megan did how she always does, and that left me disappointed, and then that was what I was afraid of. I wanted Megan to have a, a, a different sound, not her cadence, because she will always sound like herself, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it was some more of the ABC 123 stuff. Okay? Megan literally said, welcome to my channel. And today I'm about to teach you something. The YouTube reference. I, I can make you pop legs up like a can-can. Bow, bow. And, and if, when we go and compare that, and if you think it's not fair to compare what are supposed to be the premier hip-hop female artists, you know, that are up and coming, use a damn fool and get the fuck off my page because I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say. There's a big argument right now about, you know, well, who going to get it? Who going to get that spot? Doja coming up, Megan coming up, da 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 What's up? They're saying that Megan recycled Nikki's line. And I'm going to say that y'all are talking about the spanking. That's what y'all talking about? Bad bitch, all the boys want to spank me. When Nikki did the whole lot of Choppers remix, she had a very similar line. This would be another, another instance of that. And let me pull it up. So y'all can know what everybody's talking about. Let me not leave you hanging for the people that don't know. Oh shit, one type of nothing. Whole lot of choppers remix the lyrics. So that was with Sada Baby. So let's go to Rap Genius for that. Y'all know that features Nicki Minaj. Let's go down to verse two. No, we're not gonna touch that ad. Okay. Da 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 da. Hold on. 
been a bad girl and I'm trying to get spanked. Okay? They said it's another line from Crybaby. Child, it be too much. So, Megan said, uh, we on Megan verse. Bad bitch, all the boys want to spank me. Nikki said, been a bad girl and I'm trying to get spanked. And so, remember the whole bottom feeder fiasco. So, you know, you got people talking about that. Um, when I go look at Doja's lyrics, it just flows. Can we stay up all night? Fuck a jet lag. You can bring a fine ass and an overnight bag. da 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 You know, she was switching it up, having fun. Then we get into Megan. Hey, rock you like a baby, but you know I'm about to keep you up. Welcome to my channel, and today I'm about to teach you something. It, it just be basic. It just be basic. This puts it good for your health. Call it superfood. When I'm by myself, DIY like it's YouTube. Ah. Okay. I mean, it's, this, it's, it's the same shit. It was just the same. Once again, ABC. One, two, three. And she hit ah, ah. And so, a lot of people said that she galloped on the beat. She was abrasive on it. I definitely think that she should have softened up on it some. You know what I'm saying? She just got on there. And you can take any Megan uh, bar and put it on whatever beat. And it's going to fit the same way. You won't miss anything. So the crazy part is that we had played somebody playing a joke. Saying that, oh, this is what Megan going to sound like on the track. But lo and behold, that's exactly what the fuck she sounded like. So I definitely thought that she stuck with the theme. And I don't think that it was a, um, I don't think it was a bad song. I just think that it has fallen short. That's, that's what I think. I, I, I just think that it's fallen short. I don't think that it'll make too much noise. And I don't think that that's a good look for Megan. I think she's the one who suffers the most. She's the one. I'm going to, I see Alexis with an update on the Lucci story. Let me see where we are. I wanted to show you guys this, uh, and let me make sure that it still is how it is. Yeah, it is. Everybody's wondering how we feel as, as, as a, you know, as a public about the record. But the real question that I'm asking is how does Megan feel about it? Now, Megan uploaded the 34 plus 35 remix, the, um, lyric video to her official YouTube. Now you'll go to her YouTube page and you'll look and you won't see it. You got to go to the playlist. Okay. You got to go to the playlist, and it's there, and latest uploads. Megan turned off the comments. Or, wait, Megan always says that. I, let me go to the screenshot, because y'all can't see the bottom of it. It's on Twitter. Uh, Megan, when she got accused of liking something shady about uh, Cardi, she said that that wasn't her. Okay, that was, that was somebody else. That was her team and shit like that. So let me show y'all this right here, so y'all can see that she had turned the shit off. Y'all see comments are turned off? So, the question is, how do you feel like you did? They said Ari was throwing shots. What did she say? What do you feel? And I don't think it's good not to be able, especially when you and your friends talk shit the way that y'all do. What you turning off comments for? Take it. Same shit y'all been doing to everybody else. And I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying, well, damn. But you can't see what the people feel about it and what they got to say. They said it was a mess. Ah, child. It'd be too much going on for me. So, 
Y'all wanted me, um, y'all wanted me to take a look at this Lucci situation. And so I did. And let me tell you how I'm feeling about it. So we want to get everybody up to date with what's going on. So to do that, let's get into this update first and foremost. And so Lucci had to appear, you know, in front of the judge, but they have to do it differently now. Um, so he was doing it via the uh, camera, okay, and via a video chat. Shout out to On Site. They said a murder victim in F YFN Lucci arrest identified as part of his crew, the YFN crew. He was allegedly shot by a rival gang before being ejected from the car that Lucci was driving. Okay? And so let's listen to what happened. No bond, no nothing. And if prosecuted, he could face the death penalty. Uh, per the state that he was in and the crime that they're alleging that was committed, oh, we're talking serious business. Let's get into it. You're charged with four felonies. Mr. Finley, Mr. Banks, are you waiting sounding of the charges or would you like me to read the charges? We're waiting. Alright, and have you informed your client of the charges against him? We have, Your Honor. I'll point to Your Honor. Drew Finley. There is a series of three warrants to entertain, um, one ending in uh, one four that is felony murder, and then one three and one five, which are the underlying aggravated assaults. Um, there is uh, the triggering mechanism, obviously, is the aggravated assaults on their face. 1-3 does not um, in any way allege that Mr. Bennett is the perpetrator of aggravated assault or for that matter, the party to the crime of aggravated assault um, and, and therefore making 1-4 felony murder as to that allegation impossible. The same thing with 1-5. Um, his proximity in a vehicle to someone with a gun is not what establishes aggravated assault. Detailed in the face of the warrant is um his roles specifically in the conduct that gave rise to the aggravated assault and then subsequently the felony murder which will include him allowing the occupants of his vehicle him being the driver of the subject vehicle to actually get out of the vehicle fire multiple rounds and then drive off with those occupants um, so based on what the court has before it in the affidavits for all the warrants there's, there's more than enough to continue on and define probable cause at this juncture Mr. Bennett, because of the COVID... They said they have more than enough probable cause to move forward. Now, go listen to what they're accusing him of. I'm going to go back. Let Kara tell y'all what they're accusing him of one more time. With a gun is not what establishes aggravated assault. Detailed in the face of the warrant is um, his roles, specifically in the conduct that gave rise to the aggravated assault, and then subsequently the felony murder, which will include him allowing the occupants of his vehicle, him being the driver of the subject vehicle, to actually get out of the vehicle, fire multiple rounds, and then drive off with those occupants. Um, so based on what the court has before it in the affidavits. They are saying that he basically um, was conspiring, okay, to commit murder because he's, his ass drove over there, allegedly. Them niggas was in a car. He waited. After they got out, fire shots, got back in, they drove off. Okay, so they they're saying okay now nah, we we got more than enough reason to charge him with these things. His lawyer was trying to contest that. All the warrants, there's there's more than enough to continue on and define probable cause at this juncture. Mr. Bennett, because of the COVID crisis, I'm not able to tell you when your next court date will be. You will receive notice of your next court date from the jail. Is there anything further on this case from the state? No, is there anything further on this case from the defense? Okay, let's stop that right there. 
no bond for him he, he's gonna be sitting there okay um let's get into another update and we're gonna have to go to tmz in a minute no we're gonna get into that 911 call i want to remind y'all of the charges and then i'm gonna tell y'all what tmz said so his charges are murder aggravated assault unlawful for a person employed by or associated with criminal street gang to conduct or uh, participate in criminal activity and possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony and it says person of another okay so that's what he's being accused of i want to go to tmz i'm gonna type in luchi and see what they say and hopefully yeah so let's get into an update um let's start from the bottom to the top okay that just makes more sense for me so that starts at 6 14 in the morning they said yfn lucci turned himself in late wednesday night and he's currently in custody at fulton county jail as of 12 47 when they had reported this they said according to the arrest affidavit why uh yfn's being held behind bars on no bond the alleged murder victim is james adams a member of yfn's crew cops say that adams was seen on video before the shooting saying we're fitting to fuck this city up, man. And yeah, we're fucking this city up. They say they got they got him on video. Authorities say that um, YFN and the crew have been driving around a part of Atlanta dominated by a rival gang. Cops say that on the night of the shooting, so this happened on the night of the 10th, remember that, the SUV entered an oncoming lane of traffic and stopped on the left shoulder allowing Adams and the front passenger of the vehicle, Rayvon Boyd, to fire multiple gunshots from assault rifle-style firearms at the people in the rival gang territory. They're saying that Lucci drove a vehicle with the intention of going to rival territory to do exactly what they did, fire shots with the intent to kill. Even though he may, have, may not have fired anything, they're saying he was driving that car, drove the car over there, parked it, the niggas got out, shot, got back in. Oh, he did? They threw his ass out. That's what they're saying happened. So a premeditated crime, okay? Um, they said cops said that another guy, Kevin Wright, sustained at least one gunshot wound in the shooting while Adams was shot in the head by return gunfire. So they went over there. Everything that happened after the fact was them responding. They said he died. But not before cops say that Adams was manually ejected from the vehicle a short distance away with his body being left on the goddamn street like an animal. Okay. As of 312 when they reported this yesterday, they said that YFN Lucci's attorney, Drew Findling, tells TMZ that our review of the initial evidence made available to us indicates that there's no basis for any criminal charges against Rayshawn Bennett. We will continue our own independent investigation on his behalf. Let's go ahead and get into this lawyer before we get into why I feel like I have an exclusive detail about this. So, Lucci lawyer is Drew Finley, who is a Jewish man. Shout out to the New York Times. They call him Atlanta's billion dollar lawyer, okay? And y'all know the New York Times, I was trying to make you pay for something, and I'm not going to fucking pay for it. So, let's go to something else. Let's go to Drew Finley. So y'all can see him okay so this is what he looks like and they call him the billion dollar lawyer okay and he works with some of your hip-hop favorites but i want 